1: All
0: right, all right, all right. Today is uh, Tuesday, March 8th, 2016. It's a little after 7 a.m., 7 p.m. Excuse me, we ain't doing that this early. Uh, me and my man Solomon Thomas is on the call here to talk about how to have happily ever after happen for him in the world of relationships. Um, this program is designed to teach people how to be in the relationship of their dreams with the partner of their dreams and be thrilled to pieces for at least 20 years. I can't guarantee after that because, you know, there's things that will happen, you you know, somebody may pass away or,
1: you know, health
0: problems, you know, somebody gets dementia, like that, right? So, But assuming that there's nothing else in the way like that kind of stuff, That's like physical, organic, you know, a tsunami kills somebody, something like that, you don't have any of those type of things? You're going to be thrilled to pieces for the rest of your life with the right partner once you understand this and know how to apply it. Promise, guaranteed, and that. I will also say that this program is not designed to teach you how to find this person that you're going to be with, but it will teach you how to recognize and take care of this person for the first time you recognize who she she is for you and take it from there. So uh, I just want to let you know that's what we're doing here. uh, another thing is you will be grounded and settled when it comes to relationships for the rest of your life, too. You'll be like, okay, I got it. Like, if something happened to her, you won't like it, but you won't be like, well, what am I going to do now? You might say that because you miss her, but you won't be like, well, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do this again <laughs> because you will. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, um, and the last thing I'm going to say for, you know, at the top is that um, because of this program i have I recognize and learned that the that relationships when it's completely understood from a templated systematic approach or so viewpoint it's no more complicated than driving bro it really it really isn't people have accidents and stuff, but you know people that are ninety years old they can barely see they can drive sixteen year old mm-hmm. drives it's like Relationship is about as complicated as driving. In the beginning, if nobody teaches you, you'll crash, you'll die, you'll have all this stuff. Once you understand the fundamentals, you'll be able to drive on, um, you know, dirt roads, on highways, you know, ice and snow and sleet. The conditions or the locations or the length of time will not matter to you. You know how to drive no matter what. It will be the same thing for relationships at the end of this program, bro. Okay. So just want to put that in. So. Anything you want to say before we get started? No, sir. Okay, great. Uh, what I do want to say is that I'm honored that you called me to have this happen. Um, it's, it's a real joy, and I appreciate, you know, the opportunity to present this to you, and um, you're never going to forget this program. You may not remember everything that gets said, but you're never going to forget this program. I'm just telling you that. So. Okay. <laughs> so um, each session is going to be 90 minutes long. <clears throat> we will be recorded. So you don't get the recording. Uh, I'm going to open a Dropbox folder for you, and, you know, you'll have your six sessions on the Dropbox folder. Also, if you want to just listen to it on the TalkShoe page, it will also be there, so you'll have it in two different places. But Dropbox is way more convenient uh, to be able to use it than um, uh, the TalkShoe is. They don't have an app where you can just upload uh, and download it. you got to go on Google and do it like that. But it's fine. Either way, you'll have it in two different form, for, uh, places. So that's that. Okay. So, um, and then uh, within two days, normally I would say normally, because uh, sometimes conditions make it stretch out a little longer. Um, you will get an emailed uh, recap of the notes of you know the main points of the of the uh, sessions. So you'll you know you'll have your recording, you'll have your live experience, and then you'll have your you know your written stuff. So you know, I recommend you put it in a journal or something or whatever or on your phone. But, like having notes with you, you know, if, if, if any event that, you know, something comes across you are know, scratching your head trying to figure out what to do about it. So and uh and so now we're gonna get started, man. Okay. okay. So so uh the, the, the basis of this program, Happily Ever After, is that there are five main top problems as a category um that gets in the way of relationships. And then um, once you understand how to manage and, and navigate those five departments, those five areas, um, you will be able to um, handle your life. And then the last session ties up how everything goes together and then what to do about it so you can have the life of your dreams. Or actually, in many cases, a life that's better than you could ever dream of with your partner, like for real. And so um, the five biggest – each session is going to be one of these five areas. So in order, the top five issues, areas that get in the way of relationships are not knowing who you are, number one. Number two, not understanding gender differences. Number three, not managing emotions. Can you slow down Four. Yes. Okay. Oh, you're writing. You taking notes. Oh, okay. Awesome. Um, <laughs> not know- not knowing who you are. Not knowing or recognizing. Not, not, under- not understanding gender differences. Understanding gender differences. Gender differences. Right. Number three. Not managing emotions. Not managing.
2: Emotions.
1: Number four, Number four,
0: structural and other breakdowns.
1: Structural and other breakdowns. Right.
0: Five, miscommunication.
2: Miscommunication. Right. Okay. So okay.
0: This question yeah. is. All right, so this session is going to be about not knowing who you are. So I'm going to read some stuff, and then I'll talk. I think that's how we're going to do this. So not knowing who you are. When we don't know who we are, we cannot see who other people are and don't really know what we like. We end up guessing and then become surprised that what we thought we wanted is something we don't really like or want after all. Not knowing who you really are causes relationship, communication, and self-fulfillment problems because you won't know yourself well enough to say what's true for you, not because you're lying. It's because you don't know yourself well enough to choose what works for you, which will have you make choices that make you unhappy. But You won't know it until you get what you asked for. If you don't know who you are, how could you know anyone else? How would you know if Mr. or Ms. Wright was standing behind you at Starbucks at a Christmas party or at the gym? Would you even be ready? Even if you somehow got them as a partner, could you even handle the abundance of love that would come your way? Ultimately, if you don't know who you are, there's not enough coaching, advice, or therapy that will make a difference in the happiness and effectiveness of any relationship that you can be in. So I'm going to summarize this, you know, because I hit all some points here. If you don't know who you are, you'll be walking around Austin with, um, gee, I thought that was a good idea at the time, or... How come she don't do what I need her to do? Or how come, you know, she don't like what I'm doing? Or she'll be burdening you with stuff, or you'll be burdening her with stuff to have you be happy. So people who don't know themselves often count on other people to make them happy because they don't know what they need to be happy anyhow. People who don't know themselves go to be in a relationship to get complete, to become whole and complete, to find their match rather than be complete and bring their completeness to a relationship and share their love, rather than go into a relationship to get love so that they could feel whole and complete and have that love heal them or cover them up or fix them. Does that communicate? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: People who don't know who they are, if they ever become involved with or attracted to someone who does know who they are, the person who does know who they are cannot stand it. That person is like, ugh, I don't know what it is, but this person is just not ready. I can't, I can't deal with it. They don't have language for it, but they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. But that person will change their mind a lot. <laughs> that person will be wondering a lot. That person will be making lots of demands, will have expectations, all kind of stuff, because they don't know who they are. So anything you want to say about that? Anything, you know, reckon, Any? Uh, rings of uh, recognition or anything you want to say about that. Questions, whatever.
1: No, not just yet
0: Okay, is this is this is um landing, is this is like ringing true. Okay, does it make sense?
1: It makes sense. Okay. Okay, guys. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah.
0: And I'm I'm just really soaking it in right now to see it. I'm I'm putting up different relationships in that schism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, um, you know, kind of like reanalyzing or
1: uh, just looking at these okay. different relationships to that schism now. Okay, good. Great, 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 great. Okay, great. Ultimately,
0: if you don't know who you are, there's not enough coaching, advice, or therapy that will make a difference in the happiness and effectiveness of any relationship you find yourself in. Right, that's because your, That's because your past will dominate you unless your emotional triggers, scarcity of mindset, beliefs, ego, lack of effort, quality of character, entitlement, strong suits, quote, unquote, intelligence, money, blind spots, or something other than who you really are will get in the way. Mm-hmm. and you won't know, And you won't know why things aren't working. It's just so many things that can get in your way if you don't know who you are. That it's like it's the same thing as is driving a car and you don't know how to drive. It's just so many ways you can have an accident, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and you won't you won't know it because you won't know what to prevent. You won't know how to protect yourself. You don't know you won't know how everybody else drives you won't be able to anticipate other people's moves. When people are driving on the highway, everybody has, has a semi-basic understanding of how to anticipate how to move because they got a sense of, like, we all in this game together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you don't have that when you're in a relationship and you don't know who you are. What are you going to say? No, 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 no. I was just looking at driving and how I drive sometimes. And it's sort of like, I, I get it, like, when you you know, people weave in and out of traffic and, you right. know, you look in your mirrors and you see somebody coming up real fast, you just stay right, right there because you know he can go either which way and he doesn't know what right. you're going to do, so you just stay there. So, right. so when it comes to relationships, if you don't know who you are, right. there's no way to dance with the ebb and flows of somebody who knows I'm going left and I'm definitely going right. Like, I know I'm staying here.
2: But if you don't know right.
0: if, if I should go left, if I should go right, and they're ready in their mind, no, they're going to go right. You're bound to have an accident. Right. Exactly. You want, and you won't even know why you have it. Right. Because you didn't know who you were as the driver who was watching somebody speeding up behind you in the mirror. Well, you know yeah. who you are. You know I'm going to stand right here while all this other stuff go on. And, okay, I get it. Great, 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 great. Awesome. All right, so. Um, uh, so, yeah, so that's that. So now, you need to know who you are, but you don't need to know everything about everything, just like with driving. You don't need to know computers when you're driving. You just need to know driving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's some certain things you need to know about driving, and once you're there, yeah, you'll be able to drive happily for the rest of your life. You may not be Aunt Mario Andretti, you know, uh, uh, uh. so what's the other guy, Petty? I forget his name. Rod, Rod, Richard. Um, Richard, yeah, whatever, right? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's not Richard, but it's the uh, um, whatever it is. You know, like, you may not be able to drive crazy. You may not be able to, uh, you know, win the Indianapolis 500. But you definitely be able to drive comfortably and responsibly for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So, um, so so here's the things that you need to know about your life, about yourself, and you also need to know, you also need your partner to know this. They may not know it the way I'm saying it, but when they, so when I say it, you'll be able to hear it in them once you get really familiar with it in yourself. So there's five areas. You ready? hmm Okay, great. So um, in order of importance, it is
1: you have to know your highest aspirations for being in a relationship. Secondly Aspiration Your highest aspirations for being in a relationship. The
0: second is your for highest being aspir- in being a, a relationship. Right. Second Number is two. highest aspirations for your life.
2: Highest
0: aspiration yep. for my life. Right. Third, your must have list. You have to have a must have list.
1: Right. Fourth, you need to know what your love languages are. Right. Fifth, you need to know uh the principles um that guide your life.
0: Okay. The principles your life is your life is guided by, right. So we're gonna go into okay. each one of those things. I'm going to go into each one of those things. Okay. So, and by the way, one, oh. yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, by the way, um, I think an hour and a half is a long session. All right. So, if we if this goes quicker, you start quicker. Okay. I mean, the content, if I was just talking, it would go like 45, 50 minutes. But okay. if you have questions, I need to go in, I need to, and I need to make sure you get it. Because I need okay. to be able to tell you you ain't getting it. That's why. Okay. But, um, you know, I've had I've had done this where, you know, average call time was like an hour and ten minutes. I'm like, these people are getting it. damn, all right, cool. I'm not attached to the hour and a half. I'm saying I, I should not have to go past the hour and a half. But uh, Okay. Quicker, fine. you get it quicker, we go quicker. That's how that goes. Okay. All right, quick. So, highest aspirations for a relationship. This is the number one thing. Here's why. Have you ever seen couples that get along really well, but they just kind of, like, drift apart, and by the time, you know, their kids go to college, that's when they get a divorce? Yes. That's because they didn't have the same life. They didn't have the same reason for being in a relationship. And they survived because they love and respect each other, but they didn't have – they wasn't sharing the same life. So over the course of the years, he was doing his thing, she was doing her thing, but they were not working together, creating memories together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't sharing their life. They wasn't developing and growing together because they were too busy growing apart, they were too busy living lives that
1: took them in different directions that they, the other one couldn't connect to. And if you ever see some couples that's been married 40, 50
0: years, um, some of them, they really don't get along all that well. But they still love each other, and they have no intention of leaving anywhere because even though they're grumpy, crabby, and, you know, rude with each other sometimes or whatever, they share a common purpose in being in a relationship together that will never leave them apart. As a matter of fact, out of all the things that a person can have together, if they at least have that, and if they suck at communication and all this other stuff, they can make their relationship work. The number one thing is to have the same reason for wanting to be in a relationship together. So I'll give you a couple examples, um, and then I'll tell you what those are. There's, like, four and a half major components. So, the first, so, so I'll give you a couple examples of what I mean is that um, um, both Malcolm X and Martin Luther King had wives that was, so powerful that they could not accomplish what they accomplished without having their wife by that woman by their side. I mean, listen, Martin Luther King was huge. I mean, he created laws in a time when he could get killed at any second, and he's over there changing the way the United States operates. Him. (laughs) He couldn't have done that without Coretta Scott King, man. The times when she was there for him when nobody else could possibly be there in the middle of the night, no way he could accomplish that stuff. And they were in it together. Yeah, I know he cheated and he did whatever he did, right? I mean, I don't know exactly how bad it was. Here's what I do know. Based on the results he produced, there's no way he could have done it without it. Mm-hmm. I can say the same thing with Malcolm X, too. Because everybody's hating him, and he needed somebody that he could go to that believed in him a thousand percent, at mm. least one. And so they had the same reasons for wanting to be in a relationship together. That's how come like, um, they were able to make it work. So I'm going to tell you what the five, well, four, I call it four and a half really, areas, their, their main categories, and then you would notice your own specific one in there. So, in no particular order, the highest aspiration for relationship categories are uh spiritual, religious beliefs, people who are like all about religion, uh, adventure, people who are like they just they're on the go. They want to just investigate, this discover, you know, travel, whatever it is, whatever their version of adventure is, okay? mm-hmm. Third, parenthood slash family. Usually it's parenthood but it could be family. So what that looks like on the court looks like the Cosby show. If you looked at the Cosby show, he was a doctor, she was a lawyer. They didn't even go near each other's job and career. But when they came home, that was all that mattered because it was between them and the kids. (laughs) It was all about the kids and all about themselves, like together. Like, their highest aspiration was to be great parents, raise great kids. Everything else they did was in service of that. That's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why it it worked so well. You know, the show worked so well. Forget about, you know, the stuff happened to him in the last year and a half that we talk about. That show was a perfect demonstration of um, family and parenthood being the main reason to be together. And there's plenty of people like that. Um, And then the fourth one is making a difference, which could be like entrepreneurship or it could be, you know, being Mother Teresa, you know, or it could be like Martin Luther King being a civil rights activist, whatever your version of making a difference is. So each one of these four areas has their own interpretation of it, you know, Um, and they totally can have somebody could be like, say, making a difference. And they love an adventure, and they love to be great parents, and they you know they're spiritual beings, right but mm-hmm. the thing that all but the thing that they all serve that, that serves it ultimately but the main thing would be making a difference, so they would either use those things to make a difference or use those things to have fun to, to get out of their head, you know, change the game a little bit, change change pace like that, right but they have one, just one, and then there's a fifth category, which is no. Highest aspiration whatsoever, and how that looks Mm -hmm. like. There are people that just they just here, you know they they how it looks like is they may just want to survive, or how it could look like is they just want to uh, be together. We don't care what we do as long as we're together, just be together, you know, like that. They don't really Mm -hmm. have a grand vision for being in a relationship other than they don't want to be alone, and you know they've got their version of that, whatever that looks like. And it's interesting because, you know, I'll give you an example of of what this looks like. Um, When I was in the Introduction Leader Program at Landmark a couple of uh, years ago, I was uh, working part-time for uh, about a month there. And I was making phone calls and calling people to get on the seminars. And I noticed something. It was like, wow, eye-opening. What I noticed is that the only people that was willing to do seminars, I could hear it in their voice. I this, this is for like a couple of weeks. I was doing this. You know, I must have. I don't know how many people I actually reached, but I probably had at least a hundred conversations. The only people oh, interested. In, uh, I said I had at least a hundred conversations, probably more. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, the only people that was, was even co- that would even consider doing another seminar or was happy to do another seminar are people who want to make a difference. People who want to do anything other than make a difference did not even have an interest in landmark whatsoever. They just don't. Like, making a difference in life as their highest aspiration and most likely their highest aspiration for being in a relationship is why people hang around Landmark. Anybody's around Landmark or any personal development companies, I start from, yeah, they're here to make a difference, especially if they do, you know, the communication courses after doing the Curriculum for Living, ILP, TMLP. They would not be interested in those things whatsoever. They, couldn't, they wouldn't even be interested in the advanced course after doing the Landmark for they just, They just don't, you know? And it's not mm-hmm. just a Landmark. It's just not like a Landmark. You can say that anywhere almost, you know. So um, people who have no particular highest aspiration, you know, they find each other. They also usually don't know each other, don't know themselves very well either. But that's a whole other thing. But anyhow, you want to know which one yours is. I'm going to assert that yours is making a difference because you're an entrepreneur and you've been around Landmark and you've seen somebody that assists around programs? Come on, man. It takes something. Am I I accurate? I would have said adventure. Okay. All right. So so in other words, more than like, you know, going out and making a difference, being an entrepreneur or, you know, changing the world, you want a, a life of travel, fun, excitement, like that. Is that accurate? You'd want somebody who wants to do that with you. Yes, and I consider entrepreneur and entrepreneurship an adventure. And actually makes a difference right. if, you ask, if was, I would have ordered them to be an adventure mm-hmm. and family and spiritual would be one.
2: Mm-hmm. And then makes a it.
0: difference. Got it. Okay, so then you need to find somebody that's down with adventure. And so that's when you're looking for somebody to be in a relationship with, they got to have the same desire. Otherwise, it, it's, it's, just, it's just not going to work. That's where your, most of your conflicts are going to come from. Actually, I didn't know myself, and everyone wanted to travel or, you know, do different things, and I'm, you know, no, I got to work, I got to work, and no, 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 I got to focus, I got to focus. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting. Got it. The problem
1: was me, and I found those people, even with her, she's ready to go take a trip somewhere, and it's like
2: Mm.
1: I was hesitant, but
0: interesting. Okay. All right, got it. So then that's the first most important thing. Uh, and then the second next thing is the high, your highest aspiration for your life. What that looks like is you're 95 and you're sitting in the hospital and, you know, you got a couple months to live and, you know, your family decides, you know, family and friends decide to, you know, have a, uh, uh, a you know, honor, I forget what they call it, but like a this is your life moment. Where they honor your life and they look back on your life and all of that stuff, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What is it What is it that you want you would like for them to be thinking and saying about you? And it doesn't even have to be possible. Like, you know, you could say something like, you know, I'm so committed to it. He like, did it his way. Yes. Okay, got it. He did it his way. All right. So what does that mean exactly? So I'll tell you, I'll give you some examples from my own personal life, okay? okay so for me, so for me, it is um, giving humanity back to themselves in the form of helping people find that life purpose have finding your life purpose be um as natural for humanity as learning how to drive like, say, time, He did it his way, and it gave me the space to do it my way, and it's okay that that's it. okay okay. So is that like independence or if you did it your way, okay, got it. All right, fine. So I'm inviting you to look further because I want to know what is it that you did your way. Everything, you know, from relationships to he went out on on his own business. He wasn't afraid to go move and live someplace else and, you know, wasn't afraid to get a divorce. He lived life his way on his terms, you know. Okay. Mm He told people, you know, how he feels and, you know, still okay. took care of you. You know, most people, you know, are ginger.
2: Most people are afraid to move. Most people are, you know, afraid of entrepreneurship.
0: Okay. All right, so we'll we'll, we'll stick with that for now. I smell deeper, but we're going to leave it right there for now. Okay. But, so, all right, good. So, yeah, you want to know what that is. You know, one of mine is to be fully enlightened in his lifetime. So that's, that's you know, that's one of my highest aspirations for my life, you know. Um, so, anyhow, so that's that. That's not, look, the, the question w- you asked is what would people say about me at my funeral? Okay, okay, got it. Okay, great. So I take that back. Okay, great. So what? what's your highest aspiration for your life? Like the biggest goal you'd ever want to achieve in your life? Or the biggest two or three?
1: The biggest two or three
0: is to be a patriarch uh, for my family. Ooh, right. I like that.
1: Okay. If anyone can come to me, you know, nieces, nephews,
0: children, cousins, like, so I need help. And it's not necessarily financial, it's a resource. To be a resource for, I need a connection, I need to move, or do you know anybody this? You know, I need All a place right. to stay for the night, or, yeah, I, I need a couple of bucks, or, you know, I'm hungry, or, you know... And, you know, to be that resource. I'm ready to go back to school. What do you think I should do? You know. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay, great. Great. Anything else? Well, this is Patriarch. I just, you know, gave you some examples. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I got, the I got Patriarch. I just want. one. Yeah, okay, great. Got it. Okay, great. Okay, great. See? Okay, great. Love it. Okay, great. Yeah, for me, it's to transform humanity, bring peace and love to the planet, man. for me. I mean, like, globally, not, like, not like through these coaching sessions, you know what I mean? Like I wrote a book and it transformed everything, you know, like that. That's that's for me. Like mm-hmm. to make a difference for me is to make a difference so big that they remember me a thousand years from now.
2: Mm-hmm. That's my
0: highest aspiration for my life, whatever that mm-hmm. looks like, you know, or however many ways it looks like. But that's like for me my highest aspiration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why I, I, I'm careful about who I would even think about being in a relationship with because, they need to be kind of like on the same page. Like, either they want to be that themselves or they want to do that with me or they want me to help them do that for them or something. But, like, that's the game that I'm playing, you know. So, mm-hmm. anyhow, like that. So, okay, got it. Yeah, being a patriarch is a is a completely powerful, inspiring thing. And you need to be with somebody who either is aligned with that, supports that, or wants the same thing for them as a matriarch. You know what I'm saying? hmm you know, because hey, look, Bill was a patrio was a matriarch of his fam- was a patriarch of his family. Yeah, you know, uh, 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 Claire she she ran the house, but he was still ran the family, man. You know, he just did he just did it by running her, even though she didn't know it. She, you know, you noticed that she might have dominated him, but not really. <laughs> you know? He like let her do stuff. He let himself be who he was, and he had the last say so almost all the time, and all of that stuff. So, but uh, um. Yeah, so you want somebody that feels the same way about that, because otherwise, hmm. otherwise they won't. And there'll be a time when you'll be the patriarch and they won't care, and you'll feel alone.
2: Hmm. And it'll
0: be it'll be a core issue. It won't be like, oh, they're not talking to me. No, you'll be like, you'll have the experience of being alienated, not because they didn't, not because they didn't like you or they put you down, but it's like it's like Malcolm, like like uh, uh, Martin, getting ready to. Do you know the story about um? Uh, well, you, I'm not gonna ask you that. So when Martin Luther King gave the "I Have a Dream" speech, he almost mm-hmm. did. Uh, do you know that he almost did not give it?
2: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, he almost did not give it. I think it was uh Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, It was one of the spiritual singers back in the day. I think it was Ella, but I'm not sure if it was Ella. It was...
2: Mahalia Jackson?
0: That's who it was. Mahalia Jackson was there. And she kept... She said, like, five or six times, tell him your dream, Martin. Uh, Five or six times she said that. And then he finally kicked in. Oh, really? Yeah. He was scared to say it because he was worried about the repercussions from it.
1: During the speech?
0: Yeah. I didn't know that. Mic. Yeah, I actually saw a video where they actually had it her saying that, like in the background. Because you always see, you know, him, you know, saying it from the front of the room and you know, right there, right. But right. she was back there saying because he was talking. It was like a 17 minute. He was 17 minutes on the on the mic. Right, right, right. But towards the end, because the speech was only like three minutes long, that part was only like three minutes long. What? Right. But she had to talk him into it because he wasn't going to do it. He was scared. He was worried. You know, he's like, what's the repercussions of this? You know, you worry about dying and shit. You know? Excuse my friends. You know?
1: Right. So you want somebody that's going to be that for you in the things that's important to you. Not a cheerleader, A partner. Clearly, it is good if that's her skill set. But partner. So, anyhow, I think that's pretty clear. That's heavy,
0: yes? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You want somebody that's that for you in the most important things for you in your life. Yeah. That's why it's important that you know who you are. So you can find somebody that's a match for that.
0: Because if you don't have that clarity, you won't find that person,
1: and then you'd be wondering what happens in a relationship. How come I crashed the car, fell off a cliff? Makes sense? Mm-hmm. much, a lot. Yeah. Got it. All right, next must have list. You know, people have a uh, red
0: flag list and I have a uh, checklist of problems mm-hmm. that I want to have. Those are cute and everything, but those are adjustable. The only thing that's not adjustable is a must-have list. Mm-hmm. So a must-have list is something that if you do not have it in your relationship, your relationship won't work for you. So one of my must-haves is I must be with somebody that I can say anything to, who could say anything to me, and be open and accepting around it? Like there cannot be any withholding or whatsoever. It just can't have it oh. because any time I've been in a relationship where the woman didn't feel comfortable talking about stuff, it killed the relationship for me. I couldn't take it; it didn't work. It made me start walking on eggshells. I started losing interest because like you ain't you ain't strong enough to listen to me or to deal with this stuff. who you got to talk about. So like, um. I must have somebody that's willing to talk about anything, anytime, anywhere, safely, even if you're annoyed, pissed off, hurt, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you got to trust me enough to know that I'm I'm in this relationship to make to win it for the both of us, and like that. So I can't. I must have somebody that's fully in communication. They don't got to tell me all these secrets every single day. They can't withhold nothing. They want to, you know, do. They want to do. How do you call it? Um, you know, surprises and you know stuff like that. Fine, I don't care about that. Yeah, surprise me. I don't care. I withhold that and hit me with a surprise. I love it. Okay, but real stuff? Nope, 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 no. Nope. No, doesn't work for me. It's not even like I don't like it. You understand? It's mm-hmm. like the must-have list is like. Anytime you did something and it didn't work, and it didn't work more than twice, you got to know that you got to have it. It's like gas in the car oil in the tank, like, in the engine, like that. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of must-have. Mm-hmm. You know, another must-have another must have for me is uh, I can't have a woman that's got any issues around sex. Zip, zilts, zero. I'm not putting up with that. I don't want that. It's annoying as hell, and um, and it, it affects other parts of the relationship. But if I'm dealing with somebody who's not a naturally a yes to sex on a regular basis, that's that's a no-no. Like I can't, I, I, that does that's not going to work for me. She's not in the game enough for me, really, quite frankly. Um, so the must-have list is about workability rather than a quality checklist or a, um, uh, uh what do you call it? Um, a desire checklist or a qualification checklist. So can so, okay, this person do a job? It's like this is not mm-hmm. a job interview this is not a job interview this is like babies need diapers changed and bottles and they need to be burped those are must-haves for baby you know what i mean i mean mm-hmm. you need to know what your you need to know what your must-haves are and how you find that out is you look at all the all the times in your life where you was in relationships where things happened and, and it and those things killed the relationship i can't be with a woman that looks like any of my family members it just can't do it <laughs> I can't do it, man. It's like it's it's like I can't do it. Like I must, uh, you know, I'll even take it even a step further for me personally. Like I can't be with somebody who my mother was prettier than. I just can't. I just like not for long, you know. And and mm-hmm. and I actually, married, I actually married a couple of women that were not as good looking as my mother, and it it bothered the crap out of me. I mean, I I put up with it. But it was like, I, like, that was a form of selling out to me. My mom was hot. My mom was not, she didn't dress hot, act hot. She was so pretty. She was, she was like Diana Ross's twin sister. Not Diana Ross, Diane Carroll's twin sister, my, my mother. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, it, It's hard for me to date somebody or be married, especially and wake up to it looking at the person in the morning who don't look as good as my mother was looking. I need to look at somebody not because they not because they look good with makeup and their dress on. No, they, they look this good at home with nothing on. You know what I mean? That's that's just one of my must haves. And and it's just like I've seen when it when I did not have it, how it went for me. It's not like I. It's not. A, it's almost like it's not a choice. So you need to be clear on what you must have in a relationship partner.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so let me and let me stress it even further. You could deal with red flags because a person could get, become no more no longer an alcoholic. It was a cheater and they stopped cheating. You could learn how to overcome red flags. I'm not saying you should accept red flags, you know, stay away from them, right? But red flags are not as much of a problem as not fulfilling on your must-have list. I got it. Because red, yeah, the red flags can be solved. Must-haves, nope. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. No gas in the car. Well, we ain't going nowhere to put some gas in the car, bro. That's how That's how a must-have list is, okay? That's that.
1: Number four, um, you familiar with the five love languages? Number four, what, what, what is number four?
0: Well, number four is the, is the love language, knowing your love languages. Number three is your must-have list. Number four is your, is your love languages. That's what we're going to talk about now. What was number two? Number two is was the highest aspirations for your life. Got it. Okay, got it. That's one. Wait a minute. Wait number, one, a minute. number one was highest aspirations Not knowing for who you are. Now, not only who you are is the whole topic. It's the whole conversation. It's the session topic. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Now, okay, highest aspirations, that's Okay, got it. I'm back. I flipped the page. All right, I got it. Now, love languages, okay. and then number five is principles of life. Okay, got it. Right. Okay, great, 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 great. Right. So now we're on love languages. You familiar with the five love languages? Yes. Okay, great. So then this is be a quick talk. But this is so critical, you gotta have it. So now, The good thing about um uh, the great thing about love languages is when you and your partner have the same love language, you won't even notice it. You'll be so in tune with each other it'll be it'll be
1: stupid. Stupid
0: joyous. When you don't have it, it'll be a major problem or a minor problem, but you can work with it no matter how it is. The other really good thing about it is the 7 billion people on the planet, there's only five love languages. So it's not as hard as you would think to meet somebody who's got the same combination or order of love languages than you do. So um, do you know what your love languages are? Like in what order? In what order?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> No. like okay, I don't even so, know
1: how to number them, but I know I want them all. <laughs> okay, so what's the most important one? Everybody's got a top one, bro. I think my top one would be
0: physical touch. Okay, got it. So I will tell you for myself, I already know mine in order. Mine is words of affirmation slash communication, touch, Acts of service, quality time, gifts—in that order. Do I have to Here's learn to right. order them? Well, it would be useful, order? but you don't have to. It would be useful for you to do that because um, the reason why is because you want to. When you recognize yours, you'll be able to recognize everybody else's, particularly your woman. Because when you know yours, and she doesn't know hers. You can recognize hers in the middle of it,
1: being that. And then number two, you can talk to her in her language. And number three, you can teach her how to talk to you and yours. I saw that opportunity tonight. She was getting frustrated at the management and the painting of her house. She says, you know what, they're trying
0: to make me feel stupid. You know what, I'm starting to get mad at you. I said, why? He says, "You make me feel stupid sometimes. When you talk to me like I'm stupid or going crazy." Words of affirmation and quality time are her top two. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so in that see. moment, in that moment,
2: I could have provided words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, now you know. Got it.
0: <laughs> Heavy too. Yeah, that's exactly why you need to know this stuff nailed it though
1: all and right. I could have just stayed upstairs quality time even though she's cleaning and I'm in the room that's mm-hmm. quality time Mhm. yeah there you go okay all right next Number five, understanding... <laughs> we on. really blew through that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You, so you already know it, so you just didn't know the impact, you know, the, the importance of it, the power of it. Right. But, but it's man, nah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do that's like that's like power, you know. Uh, and right. by the way, just to let you know, the, the highest aspirations for a relationship is just as powerful. You just don't know it yet. Because you'll be able to do the same thing. So let's say, for example, your woman's about an adventure and part of being in a relationship with somebody is to be the matriarch of her family. Even if her husband doesn't want to be the patriarch, he's going to support her in being a matriarch, she'll be fine with that, right? But if y'all both want to be that, y'all be like Bill and, and Cliff and Claire, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all be partners in making it, you know, together. And so um, when she doesn't feel, your know, partnership or she feels frustrated
1: being a matriarch, You can go in there and empower her and support her as the matriarch. Make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Great.
0: And this is only session one, by the way. (laughs) So, but this is the most important one, because if you don't have this, everything else I say after this is not going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. You'll get it. You'll get it, but it'll be kind of okay. But mm, no, nah, you just you won't really get it. Next, number five: understanding the values, the principles that people live their life by. What I don't got values there for? Geez, principles. Say it again.
2: Okay.
0: I said the understanding the principles people live their lives by. Yeah, I got that. You said something after that. Yeah, I put. I have. The, I'm looking at my manual here, and it says values. I'm like, what? Well, I got values there for? That was dumb. That's uh, supposed to be principles? So let me tell you why I say that. So people use values, standards, principles interchangeably as if they all mean the same thing. They do not. So let me tell you the difference, and then you know you'll be able to get it for yourself. So principle is like a radio station, a vibratory radio station through the universe that existed before the Earth was showed up, and when right. it was after the Earth it no longer exists. Love. Right. Appreciation, all of those things, right? Aspects of God. They're, they're really, at our level of existence, they occur as and operate as if they are vibratory spaces. Right. Dimensions, even. You can call it dimensions. And so, um, those are the principles. They don't change. We cannot change them. They're unchangeable and intangible, but they run everything. Right. Then, Then there are values. People's values are what they really are is those are the principles that they most value. (laughs) So people say, you know, love, one of my values is love. One of my values is integrity and commitment. They've chosen to use those principles most often because they value what happens and what they get and who they get to be based on those particular principles. So mm-hmm. those values are the principles that they've decided to focus on or they feel most connected to. Standards are using those principles that you value as a quality control measure for living your life. So, you know, am I being loving? You look at love and then you look at your life and you look at what you're doing and you decide, you know, are you being loving enough or can you be more loving or like that? It's a standard of measure. So standards is how to use principles to maintain the quality of your life or whatever it is that you're intending. Does that communicate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Right. So you got principles that exist no matter what you say or do. Even if you don't know that they're there, they're still there. <laughs> you know,
1: Values and the values are Is the one. measure of them No Standards are the measure The values are Which ones Values are I like this list Of, of principles I'm going to keep those And then You use them To measure it
0: That's when you would Call it a standard Because it, it's Your standards for Does it make sense yes. Yeah. Yeah They're not Interchangeable Any way shape or form <laughs> Hells don't know. Now, how to e- most easily identify principles is by thinking about you know this is one of the reasons why I, I love that you know we have landmark as a common language because it helps here, but it's, this, this is no way, not nothing this is not landmark. I'm just using them as examples to
1: communicate what we're trying to communicate. so when you create a new Hold possibility, on, have to my phone. Okay. yeah yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right,
0: go Cool. So when you create a new possibility, who I am is the possibility of love, transformation, and opportunity, it's whatever, right? We only – we get trained to use possibilities, terms. Those terms are actually the principles we live our life by. Those are the principles that's running the universe. Love is the biggest principle because it can, it includes everything else. I you could almost say love is more than a principle, because it includes every other principle. But, you know, there's love, there's empowerment, there's, you know, excitement, there's whatever. Fun. All those are principles. So when you look so what you're going what you're gonna be doing is you're gonna be identifying the principles that, that most that you're most connected to that most drive your life. You know, so I know for myself, for example, love, wisdom, responsibility, accuracy, um, clarity, workability. Those are among the principles that I most live my life by and use as standards to live my life by. But I'm clear about those. And so I can see them, use them like that. I don't, you know, change my mind around it very much because there's nothing to change. They're, They're powerful enough and I'm connected to them enough to be able to use them. But you want to know that for yourself. Because here's the here's the biggest – here's one of the biggest things about it is that when you know the principles you live your life by, you'll be able to see right through people because you'll be able to see the principles that they live their life by. Even if they're living by a strong suit? Yeah, because their strong suit will be based off a particular principle. Let I me guess. give you an example. But, but the strong, strong suit, suit. – yeah. Okay. No, I was going to say because
2: sometimes a strong suit is a false identity.
0: Yeah, it's. I said it's the one that's living their life. They're living their life by. I didn't say that that's the one that most serves them. Oh And it's so interesting that you you just introduced the the common language of landmark at this juncture. Yes. Yeah, it's useful because this is this is too important for me to just like be scrambling around trying to figure it out to tell, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a strong suit is, this is what I'm going to do. This is like, strong suit is the equivalent of, to a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Right,
1: right, right. Right. But principles, I mean, you can use a principle as a hammer,
0: but they're much greater than that. But if a person is living inside of a strong suit, they're still living inside of a principle. They're just not using that principle as powerfully as they could. They're attached to it. They're driven by it. But the principle is using them, not them using the principle. And, by the way, the principle uses you most of the time anyhow, rather than you use it, because it's more powerful than you. You have to actually, like, get in line with it. Like, when you ch- you choose to be with a principle, you are kind of like surfing a wave. <laughs> You can't do nothing with the wave. It's coming. You just decide, do you want to surf with that wave or not? Do I want to listen to WBLS 107.5 or do I want to listen to 92.3 KTU? That station KTU is never going to stop playing that vibration, but do you want to tune into that station or not? You get to say. Mhm. But once you're on that station, that's what's happening. <laughs> you know? Uh, you're not gonna get WBLS on KPU. It's just not happening. Not possible. Because each station, each dimension has is its own dimension, you know. So um when you're able to recognize your own principles, the principles you live your life by, and you can you know, you're clear about living it and you see the impact of living it and all that stuff. What happens is you're now able to see the principles that other people live their life by because you'll understand the nature of principle. so let me just give you a couple of idea, examples of what I mean um, I'm going to send you a list of um principles, both positive and negative ones so when i you know when I was in the um team management and leadership program in my first year, it was two thousand in two thousand six to two thousand seven, and I think I was uh in the middle of the program, six months in, around somewhere around there, five, six, seven months in, and uh, I was sitting there in the communication course, listening, you know how we do a team we come in and a sister out of course. I so was sitting in there in the causing section, listening, and this woman you know I think it was a woman got on stage and she was sharing about conversations she had when she came off a break, right. You know, those landmark breaks, right? And so she's sharing, and then she said something, and then the whole room moved. Like, you could feel tears. I think I might even felt some tears about what she said. It was so moving and inspiring and loving, you know? And then I've noticed that the whole room shifted. It felt like, the best way for me to describe it is it felt like love ran in the door. Like, like love, so when she said that one sentence, love came in the room just walked in the room, ran in the room, whatever it did, but love took over the room. I was like, wow, that was amazing, you know? And so I started listening more, and then as I was listening to different places where people were sharing, Lambo 4, wherever I was at, when people were sharing and when we get moved, I, I started paying attention to what principle, what possibility, or whatever word you are going to use, showed up when that showed up. Mm-hmm. So so. At the end of the program, at the end of my team team uh, TMLP my first year, I had I I had created a list of fifty eight principles that when they show up, love runs in the door. And I also identified sixty eight principles that when they showed up, love ran out the door. killed love. I, I would like to see that. And yeah. I'm going, That's part of my. That's part of my recap that I'm sending <laughs> you because you're in an email. Yeah, I like to see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, just to give you a sense of some of them, so there's uh, – I got them in alphabetical order, too, by the way, just so that you know. Um, there's uh, abundance – oh, damn, what did I just do here, man? Come on back, yo. Yo, come on back. Oh, yeah, here. I got a tablet here, and I just pressed the wrong. Button. Okay. Uh, anyhow, um. Yeah, so there's abundance, acceptance, accountability, acknowledgement, admiration, attention, adoration, appreciation, authenticity, balance, beauty, uh, being a stand, building others up, you know, caring, clarity, commitment, communication, completion, like that. So, you know, gratitude, generosity, harmony, you know, happiness, humor, imagination. So you'll get this list. You'll get the list of both what works and what doesn't. Sure. So because I want you to be able to identify which principles are the ones that you that has been living running your life. Okay. And then, you know, you can choose the ones you want to, to run your life, because you get to choose it. You can consciously choose it. That's one of the great things about being a human is that you can constantly choose things that nothing else on the planet really can do very much. Some of the negative, some of the ones that have love that will support love in relationships, that have love running out of the door. Addiction, apathy, avoidance, bitterness, complaining, criticism, despair, expectations, fear, fixing, intolerance, hiding, guilt, grief, gossip, numbness, panic, resentment, shame, intolerance, so you get this list, okay, okay. sure, so um in summary. The more a person understands and knows how to apply
1: context in general, because these principles. In fact, let me let me go back here. A I think I left out reading something. Um, oh, happened here. All right.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. Let me just read it as I wrote it. Yeah, all right. Great. In summary, the more a person understands and knows how to apply context in general, the greater they'll be able to operate in the areas that are important to them. Context, which could also be viewed as meaning, perspective, or principle,
2: <laughs> rules
0: life. We live in a contextual field, and, and as uh, our Warner once said, or said multiple times, the context is decisive. Context so is decisive, most, right. Right. Most people spend most of their time being upset that others don't think or see things the way they do. That doesn't work. No one wants to feel like they're being made wrong, neither it's neither enrolling, persuasive, or nor romantic um, yeah, okay, so um, I'm gonna bring that I'll piece up later so bottom line is this when you know when you recognize what it looks like for somebody to be an avoider or for somebody who's bitter or for somebody who's ashamed or somebody who's stingy, you know them. Because we can't, we we human beings cannot be anything that's not connected to a principle. It's not possible for us to do anything that's not principle-based.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing that we do that's um, not
0: principle-based because... Like, who we are as human beings. We're being the principles that are running humanity, that are running life. That's the gift and the joy that we have for ourselves, that the Creator gave to us. So now, um, before I move on to the next thing um, here, what I want to say is this: this is an extra credit assignment. Occasionally I give you assignments. This is an extra credit. You don't have to do it, but I suggest you do it. Okay. Use the follow Use this follow use the list that you're gonna get as a tool to support you in identifying the principles you live your life by. You should look the definitions up of the words that call to you or the words that bother you. By doing this, it'll support you in being clear regarding who you really are. Because again, who you are is principles. And so you want to know what principles you are because the more you know the principles that you live your life by, the more you'll be able to recognize everybody else, which will help you choose the right partner, which will help you keep the relationship going the way it needs to be going, the way you want it to be going, and all of that. Is there a difference between choosing the right partner and keeping the relationship going? Yeah. Yeah, so there's three parts to this relationship thing based on what you just said. In the area that you're talking about, it's three days. There is knowing how to get somebody, knowing how to choose the right somebody, and know how to keep that person.
2: The reason I ask is because one of the things that stand out most to me is that when I was in the advanced course, Jocelyn said that we can have a, you know, the relationship we're begin with anyone, anyone we're with. And that just stuck with me. And it's just like, it's heavy. It's like, Wow.
0: That's true to some degree. You know,
1: you can make a relationship work with almost anybody. The question is, is that the best somebody? Repeat that, please. You can get into a relationship
0: and make it work with almost anybody. But the question is, is is that the best somebody? It's just like running a business. You know, you can hire lots of people, and there's lots of people that can do the jobs you're probably going to hire them for, but is that the best person that you can hire for the job? You want to hire somebody really good, you're not going to be like, I'm just going to cause this person to do a good job and take five years before they finally get it, and then you don't even know what principles they live their life by, so you can't even tell whether or not they even want it really other than to get paid, right, because you need more than that for them to to win at this game. You know, it's game called the job that you got for them, right? hmm So, I say that you should give yourself over to getting the best person to be in a relationship with the same way you would looking for the the best person to hire to do the job that you have for your business. Give yourself the same level of scrutiny and
1: Commitment and standards that you would hire an employee. If that communicates. Mm hmm. Yeah, that would be my
0: suggestion. You do what you want to do. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, get the best you can get. All right, so that's that. So now, I talked about the five things in the way and what the things you need to do about it. Now, the other side of it is you need to choose a partner wisely. And so this will be short. It won't be that long. Um, but uh, let's, just, let's just go through this. So the first thing is uh, is 10 things I got on this list. The first thing is choose, uh, in choosing a partner wisely is to have a unified purpose, which is that you and her have the same highest aspirations for a relationship. Talked about that. The second is both partners need to know themselves completely. You'll know if she knows herself completely because people who don't know themselves completely don't know that they don't know. They're in I don't know that I don't know. They're in a blind spot. It's funny. I talk to people and they say, you know, you know, you got if you don't know who you, you know, you got to know who you are. And they, you know, I can see the look in their face, and the people who know who they are. They're like, I totally get it, man. Oh, yeah, that's so true. People that don't know, they would be like, oh, I know who I am. (laughs) It's just just, they don't have that gay, recognized gay look in their eye or in their speaking in their voice. You know what I mean? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: They just don't because they don't know what I really mean. They haven't lived what I'm really saying. They just know their past. They don't know their purpose or who they really are, you know. Like that. But so you want somebody that knows themselves and you will the more you know yourself, the more it'll be easy for you to see who other people are. That's the, that's the second thing. Third thing,
1: life is far better with them in your life than without them. Particularly for you as a man. You know, women have a tendency, no women are designed to make
0: us better. That's why they're always changing us up and looking at stuff and criticizing and creating and adjusting and suggesting and looking in the future and all that stuff because they're completely capable of making us greater human beings. That's why they're always trying to adjust stuff, change stuff like that. So anyhow, um, you want to be with somebody who, who has your life better with them in it than without it. I mean, it's okay if it's the same. But it really should be better. And you need to be looking out for that. And you can't predict what that better is going to look like, but you need to know that it's happening. Next, you need to find somebody who's forgiving, who understands forgiveness, who lives for forgiveness. Next, generosity. They're generous human beings. They actually know how to be generous. They're like they're committed. It's almost like they almost don't know how to not be generous. And I don't mean like they give you money. No, they're generous of spirit. It's part of forgiveness, but it's, you know, separate but a part of forgiveness or similar to forgiveness is that they're generous with you. They're patient with you like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, they, They give without keeping score, you know, like that. Next is they're loving. It's not just that they love you. It's that they are loving, period. You know how dogs are loving, period. They don't, I mean, yeah, they love their master because their master, they got a connection with their master, but dogs are loving, period. Even the ones that are, like, grouchy and want to bite motherfuckers, excuse my friends, underneath that, they're loving because every, underneath every creature is love, but you, you want to be with a partner that's connected to their lovingness, and, and, it's a take, and particularly with human beings, it takes a certain level of maturity to be loving. Smart people does not guarantee that they're loving. You know, one of the things I learned, we'll talk about Landmark again as a common language. One of the things I learned about Landmark is that most of the people there don't really know what love is. They're not necessarily loving. They're smart. They're trying to be as transformed as they possibly can and, you know, get it and all that stuff. But love is missing for me at Landmark. Not there. Um but that's just my opinion. But I've been in I've been in this conversation for a while. I don't tell this to almost anybody, but I'm telling you that I'm looking around and I see make long, I see you know integrity, keeping your promise, I see all that stuff. What I do not see is love that often very often. It's not a conversation there, not really. Transformation is the conversation. What's the
2: okay. conversation? Transformation.
0: Transformation.
2: Okay. Is
0: there. Pro producer results is there. But not love. Lovingness is not there. First place I actually started getting present to around love is in the wisdom course, <laughs> and it's not a loving course, but at least love is possible there. I mean, you know, people are not driven by producing results, survival, getting better, all of that stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. And I'm only using that as a as a way to point out something, not like I'm criticizing them. You know what I mean? Okay, I follow. So, yeah. Thank okay. you.
1: Yeah. Next having the same order of love languages. You want that because you'll never have to think about it. You'll just be talking the same language. That's heavy. It's heavy and simple at the same time. Yeah. The same order of love languages.
0: Yeah. At least the first two or three. Fourth and the fifth one, it really almost don't even matter, really, you know. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot that, that you might want to gift once in a while. Oh, I don't care about gifts. You never talk about gifts. That's the end of the story, you know. <laughs> yeah. You have the same love langu- same order of love languages? You won't even notice that you have the same order of love languages because life will be so magnificent. you just be, like, loving each other. That'll be the end of it, you know. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: then uh, and then um and then great sex is it going to be like magnificent and earth-shattering every single time?
1: Probably not, but most of the time, yeah. Then uh that's number 8, number 9 is treating each other like family. No back doors. I like that. Go back to it. No. That's another reason why I'm really right at this particular
0: point, not in a relationship right now. You know, because like when I go in, I'm staying in. It's not I'm not playing around. You know? <laughs> so I know the value of it, and then the value that I want to create out in the world. I'm not messing around. I didn't mess around enough. I, I'm fine. You know, like if they ain't gonna have exactly what I want, I wait. That's all it is for me right now, for real. And then last but not least partnership so partnership is different from um relationship so in a partner everybody in a partnership everybody does their part but their part is independent of everyone else's part but if you don't do your part we all get in trouble right so basically so basketball is a team sport team sport is you know you have a team and people do this stuff together and you know, some people will do more on the team than others. Football is a partnership sport because the quarterback is the only one that's going to do what the quarterback does. The defensive lineman is the only one, pretty much, that's going to do what he does. It's the defensive line, you know, and the linebackers and the in the wide in the cornerbacks, uh, you know, the, the the defensive backs, they have their job to do, and they really can't depend on anybody else to help them. They actually have to be good enough that they don't need any help, because they're probably the only one that's the only difference between them and the, their team winning. A running back may have um, people to block for them, but ultimately they need to not run without no help. That's their part in run in winning the game, having a winning team. The eight. hmm. You got it. Got it. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you want to have you want to have partnership in your relationship. Yeah, you want to be related, but you also want to be able to do stuff. And y'all y'all need to know how to play together. Yeah, I was watching a movie. I'll, I'll leave it. I on this. I was watching a movie about the uh about the the life of Paul Robeson, and it turns out that his wife was his manager. I did not know that. She must have been stupendous because this guy, you know, is a historical figure, a black man at the turn of the 20th century in the middle of Jim Crow, and this guy was a global leader for decades. And she was his manager. She's the one that got him these gigs. She's the one that made him the money. She's the the one that got him out in front of people in his best way. She was his partner. You know what I mean? So, like, you want to partner in whatever it is that your life is about because ultimately, you know, when you finish having sex and you finish eating and you finish sleeping and all of that stuff, it's like, okay, now that we had all the money in the world and, you know, all the health in the world and all of this stuff, what else are you going to do after that? And you want to do that with her. So, so that completes uh, session number one, bro. Okay, but where was the extra credit? The extra credit assignment is for you to use the principles that I'm going to email you to. Okay. okay. Identify your principles. So you mm-hmm. see who you are. And then I invite you to look them up, look them up in a dictionary so you get a clear dictionary definition. All, all 58? No, no, no. Just the ones that most call to you, whether it calls to you okay. good or calls to you bad. Even the bad ones? The ones that call to you, whether they call to you good or they call to you bad. Okay. Like the ones that disturb you. Look those up. You know what I mean? Like that is what I mean. Okay. Now, what most people don't do, and I'm going to suggest that you do, is you not only look up the dictionary definition, but you look the word up in the thesaurus. Because you'll see, you know, Similar words, so you get a more full definition of the word by looking at what other words are similar to. It. Okay, it just helps you to recognize the principle in people better because it's it's like we all have the same elements to who we are. We all got four two arms, two legs, a pair of eyes, ears, like that, right? We got our bodies are, you know, templated identically, uniquely. Arranged, it's been okay. the top, right, but the same is for our, for our personalities. You know, we have certain things about all of us that are the same yet unique. So, what principles, you know, do we live our life by? We all live by principles. So, the better you know principles, the more you the more you're able to recognize somebody's living by the the, the the principles they live in their life by. So You can see who they are. That's what's going to give you X-ray vision and deal with people, bro. For real. Okay. So, yeah, you want to know that, because then you'll be able to see it in the girl, the woman that you're dating and dealing with.
1: Among other things. So So that's it, bro. And, so uh, I to think about it, chew on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, again, this is session one, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even stress that enough. you know. Okay. So, uh. Anything you wanna say in closing? I think I just asked that, right? No, I don't. There isn't anything I want to say. Okay. Got it. All right, so uh, I'm declaring this uh complete. Okay. okay. And uh, it's been a pleasure. You guys, it's been a pleasure and um what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna um end uh
1: the recording here. So let me just hit stop here and then hang in there for a minute. Hold on.